Hey friends, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I'm Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 206 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we'll be reading Nehemiah 12 and 13, as well as Psalm 52. Let's get going. These are the priests and Levites who went up with Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and with Jeshua, Sariah, Jeremiah, Ezra, Amariah, Malak, Hattish, Shechaniah, Rehum, Merimoth, Ido, Genethoi, Abijah, Mijamin, Madiah, Bilga, Shemaiah, jo- Joirib, Jediah, Salu, Amic, Hilkiah, Jediah. These were the heads of the priests and their relatives in the days of Jeshua. The Levites, Jeshua, Benui, Cadmiel, Sherebiah, Judah, and Madaniah. He and his relatives were in charge of the songs of praise. Bagbakiah, Unai, and their relatives stood opposite stood opposite them in the services. Jeshua fathered Joachim, Joachim fathered Eliashib, Eliashib fathered Joyada, Joyada fathered Jonathan, and Jonathan fathered Jadua. In the days of Jehoiakim, in the days of Joachim, the heads of the priestly families were Mariah of Sariah, Hananiah of Jeremiah, Meshulam of Ezra, Jehohanan of Amariah, Jonathan of Malachi, Joseph of Shebaniah, Adna of Harim, Helkai of Marioth, Zechariah of Ido, Meshulan of Genetham, Zikri of Abijah, Piltai of Moadiah, of Meniam, Meniamen, <laughs> Shemua of Bilga, Jahanathan of Shemaiah, Madani of Joyarib, Uzai of Jediah, Kali of Salai, Eber of Amic, Hashabiah of Hilkiah, and Nathanel of Jediah. In the days of Eliashib, Joyada, Johanan, and Jadua, the heads of the families of the Levites and priests were recorded, while Darius, the Persian ruled. Levi's descendants, the family heads, were recorded in the book of the historical events during the days of Johanan, son of Eliashib. The heads of the Levites, Heshabiah, Sherebiah, and Jeshua, son of Cadmiel, along with their relatives opposite them, gave praise and thanks, division by division, as David, the man of God, had prescribed. This included Mataniah, Bakbakiah, and Obadiah, Meshulam, Talman and Akab were gatekeepers who guarded the storerooms at the city gates. These served in the days of Joachim, son of Jeshua, son of Josadak, and in the days of Nehemiah, the governor, and Ezra, the priest and scribe. At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sent for the Levites wherever they lived and brought them to Jerusalem to celebrate the joyous dedication with thanksgiving and singing accompanied by cymbals, harps, and lyres. The singers gathered from the region around Jerusalem, from the settlements of the Natophites, the Natophathites from Beth Gilgal and from the fields of Geba and Asmaveth, for they had built settlements for themselves around Jerusalem. After the priests and Levites had purified themselves, they purified the people, the city gates, and the wall. Then I brought to the leaders of Judah up on, then I brought the leaders of Judah up on the top of the wall, and I appointed two large processions that gave thanks. One went to the right on the wall toward the dung gate, Hoshahiah, and half the leaders of Judah followed, along with Azariah, Ezra, Meshulam, Judah, Benjamin, Shemaiah, Jeremiah, and some of the priests' sons with trumpets, and Zechariah, son of Jonathan, son of Shemaiah, son of Mataniah, son of Micaiah, son of Zachar, son of Asaph, followed as well as his relatives, Shemaiah, Azarel, 
Milali, Gilali, Mai, Nathanael, Judah, and Hanani with the musical instruments of David, the man of God. Ezra the scribe went in front of them. At the fountain gate, they climbed the steps of the city of David on the ascent of the wall and went above the house of David to the water gate on the east. The second Thanksgiving procession went to the left, and I followed it with half the people along the top of the wall, past the tower of the ovens to the broad wall. Above the Ephraim gate, by the old gate, the fish gate, the tower of Hananel, and the tower of the hundred, to the sheep gate. They stopped at the gate of the guard. The two Thanksgiving processions stood at the house of God. So did I and half the officials accompanying me, as well as the priests, Eliakim, Messiah, Miniamon, Micaiah, Elioni, Zechariah, and Hananiah the trump with trumpets, and Messiah, Shemaiah, Eliezer, Uzai, Jehohanan, Malchijah, Elam, and Ezer. Then the singers sang with Jezariah, Jezariah as the leader. On that day, they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced because God had given them great joy. The women and children also celebrated, and Jerusalem's rejoicing was heard far away. On that same day, the men were placed in charge of the rooms that housed the supplies, contributions, first fruits, and tents. They legally required portions of the priests, and Levites were gathered from the village fields because Judah was grateful to the priests and Levites who were serving. As they performed the service of their God and the service of purification, along with the singers and gatekeepers, as David and his son Solomon had prescribed. For long ago, in the days of David and Asaph, there were heads in the singers and songs of praise and thanksgiving to God. So in the days of Zerubbabel and Nehemiah, all Israel contributed the daily portions for the singers and gatekeepers. They also set aside daily portions for the Levites, and the Levites set aside daily portions for Aaron's descendants. At that time, the book of Moses was read publicly to the people. The command was found written in it that no Ammonite or Moabite should ever enter the assembly of God because they did not meet the Israel with, they did not meet the Israelites with food and water. Instead, they hired Balaam against them to curse them. But our God turned the curse into a blessing. When they heard the, uh, the law, they separated all those mixed, all those of mixed descent from Israel. Now, before this, the priest Eliashib had been put in charge of the storerooms of the house of our God. He was a relative of Tobiah and had prepared a large room for him where they had previously stored the grain offerings, the frankincense, the articles, and the tents of grain, new wine and fresh oil, prescribed for the Levites, singers, and gatekeepers, along with contributions for the priests. While all this was happening, I was not in Jerusalem, because I had returned to Artaxerxes of Babylon in the 32nd year of his reign. It was only later that I asked the king for a leave of absence, so I could return to Jerusalem. Then I discovered the evil that Eliashib had done on behalf of Tobiah by providing him a room in the courts of God's house. I was greatly displeased and threw all of Tobiah's household possessions out of the room. I ordered that the rooms be purified, and I had the articles of the house of God restored there along with grain offerings and frankincense. I also found out that because the portions for the Levites had not been given, each for the Levites and the singers performing the service had gone back to his own field. Therefore, I rebuked the, off the officials asking, why has the house of God been neglected? I gathered the Levites and singers together and stationed them at their posts. Then all Judah brought the tenth of the grain, new wine, and fresh oil into the storehouses. I appointed as treasurers over the storehouses the priest Shelemiah, the scribe Zadok, and Padiah of the Levites, with Hanan, son of Zachar, son of Mattaniah, to assist them because they were considered trustworthy. They were responsible for the distribution to the colleagues. 
Remember me for this, my God, and don't erase the deeds of faithful love I have done for the house of my God and for its services. At that time, I saw people in Judah treading wine presses on the Sabbath. They were also bringing in stores of grain and loading them on donkeys along with wine, grapes, and figs. All kinds of goods were being brought to Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. So I warned them against selling food on that day. The Tyrians living there were importing fish and all kinds of merchandise and selling them on the Sabbath to the people of Judah and Jerusalem. I rebuked the nobles of Judah and said to them, What is this evil you are doing, profaning the Sabbath day? Didn't your ancestors do the same, so that our God brought all this disaster on us and on this city? And now you are rekindling his anger against Israel by profaning the Sabbath. When shadows began to fall on the city gates of Jerusalem just before the Sabbath, I gave orders that the city gates be closed and not open until after the Sabbath. I posted some of my men at the gates so that no goods could enter during the Sabbath day. Once or twice the merchants and those who sell all kinds of goods camped outside Jerusalem, but I warned them, Why are you camping in front of the wall? If you do it again, I'll use force against you. And after that, they did not come again on the Sabbath. Then I instructed the Levites to purify themselves and guard the city gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. Remember me for for this also, my God, and look on me with compassion according to the abundance of your faithful love. In those days, I also saw Jews who had married women from Ashdod, Ammon, and Moab. Half of their children spoke the language of Ashdod or the language of one of the other peoples, but could not speak Hebrew. I rebuked them, cursed them, beat some of their men, and pulled out their hair. I forced them to take an oath before God and said, You must not give your daughters in marriage to their sons or take their daughters as wives for your sons or yourselves. Didn't King Solomon of Israel sin in matters like this? There was not a king like him among many nations. He was loved by his God, and God made him king over all Israel. Yet foreign women drew him into sin. Why why then should we hear about you doing All this terrible evil, acting unfaithfully against our God by marrying foreign women. Even one of the sons of Jehoiada, son of the high priest Eliashib, had become a son-in-law to Sanballat the Horonite. So I drove him away from me, remember them my God, for defiling the priesthood as well as the covenant of the priesthood and the Levites. So I purified them from everything foreign and assigned specific duties to each of the priests and Levites. I also arranged for the donation of wood at the appointed times and for the first fruits. Remember me, my God, with favor. That's the end of Nehemiah, friends. It's pretty cool. To end next, we're going to read Psalm 52. Just think that the beauty of Nehemiah is the commitment to be obedient, to trust the Lord, and to see through to completion the things that um, at the time were... um, important to the Lord that that that's what usually really stands out to me Psalm 52 why boast about evil you hero God's faithful love is constant like a sharpened razor your tongue devises destruction working treachery you love evil instead of good lying instead of truth speaking truthfully you love any words that destroy you treacherous tongue this is why God will bring you down forever He will take you, ripping you out of your tent. He will uproot you from the land of the living. The righteous will see and fear, and they will divisively say about that hero, Here is the man who would not make God his refuge, but trusted in the abundance of his riches, taking refuge in his destructive behavior. But I am like a flourishing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in God's faithful love forever and ever. 
I will praise you forever for what you have done. In the presence of your faithful people, I will put my hope in your name, for it is good. And that's it for today, friends. Come back tomorrow for day 207. We'll begin the book of Esther tomorrow. It's going to be great. So I hope to see you then. Bye.